All right, welcome everyone back to Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. And today we have Leslie Cothran on the show, IT Director at Universal Mental Health Services. Leslie, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Phil. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So I'm just we're just gonna kind of begin where we left off last time. And you said you had missed the days when people were, you know, slipping food under the server room door and IT guys didn't have to have uh, any personality and we could just be robots. Um, and you're, right. saying, you're saying like, man, not, nowadays IT people have to be salesmen. And that gets me excited because I, you know, usually IT and sales kind of like butt heads and it's like, how do I block, you know, I do telecom. So it's always like, how do I block people? Um, so that's what, that's what I'm coming in with a lot. And I kind of like that, you know, that theme. We haven't talked about that much, just IT as, as a salespeople. And it, we were talking kind of just about, you know, the cost center and stuff. So where does that come into play for you? Like, how are you an IT salesperson? Well, I mean, every, everything that I do here, I have to be able to sell it in some fashion to the, the people with the keys to the kingdom. You know, I mean, I've, I've got to be able to, to say, here's why we need this service or this product or whatever it is that, that I'm trying to, to get through because I, I think it's going to improve our IT infrastructure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to be able to sell that and, and make them buy buy what I'm selling and uh, I mean all the conferences and stuff that I go to it's everybody's talking about um, IT as having a seat at the table and basically that having a seat at the business table is being a salesperson to the business I mean I I do miss those days of somebody slipping food under the door to me. I just want to sit at my desk and do IT work, but you know, I just want to, I don't want to hide behind my monitor right now. There's a huge monitor in front of me that, uh, you know, completely blocks out my view of my, my office door, but uh, I just want to hide behind it and do my, do my thing and be on my keyboard because I am naturally an introvert, but that's over. I mean, there's, there's no way that there are people that once you get to a certain level, that's over. I mean, there are still techies that have to be strictly techies and have to be in that server room doing what they're doing. Mm. I love those guys and thank you for those guys. But once you get to a certain level, you have to be able to sell this stuff to business. Hmm. The wow, you just brought back a lot of memories because I was I was actually an introvert, introvert in high school. I mean, I walked down the hallways with my head down. I was terrified to uh, I don't want to say terrified to talk to people, but you know, there was a lot of hazing going on in my school and stuff like that. And it just uh, just in general, it was kind of like, dude, can I can I make it through school today with like you know out without dying or getting, you know, publicly <laughs> humiliated in some, in some form or fashion. And, uh, right. somehow I ended up and, with this podcast and in sales and I was like, I will never do that. And my friends, we were playing like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons on old compact 386, <laughs> you know, and remember, I don't know, we were playing X-Wing and stuff like that, you know, and playing with, you know, action figures in high school. And uh, right. I don't know, yeah. it's just probably, it's, it is, it's cool to, it's cool now, but I remember I took a sales job and like, now I'm like, you know, my first job that was like, 
like a real kind of career job outside of being a Starbucks store manager. Like my first kind of job at like a Cisco startup was like, you know, you got to go out and like cold call 50 doors a day, 55 doors a day. And I was married and had two kids and there was just no turning back. I had to do this or I was going to starve. And uh, mm-hmm. I just remember how scary it was the first month. And then uh, everyone, it was scary for, it was clearly scary for everyone else too, because they all quit. And uh, I was the last man standing somehow, but just because I was married and had kids and everyone else was like, Fred. <laughs> I just totally yeah, side definitely, definitely a motivator. Yeah, man. Like once you force yourself to do something, there's something in that, you know, like confronting fears and kind of doing that. So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's part of the story here. Um, so anyways, I, 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 it definitely is for me. I mean, I, I am truly an introvert when I go home I mean, and I can't be, I can't be in my job anymore, but when I go home, um, I have to recess and I have to, to, you know, step back and recharge my batteries and, <laughs> and uh, re- refocus my brain and that kind of thing. So Let's, still, um, there's still the introvert is still in there. I gotcha. It's, um, well, it doesn't, it's, it's like, you know, genetics. Um, let's go back. Let's, so let's break it down for you though. Let's break it down for you because it's different for every IT manager, right? So let's break down a sale in your organization. So you're at a, you know, mental health services, you know, you've got, if I remember correctly, 150 users somewhere in that range. So we call that, you know, like mid market, not small business, not enterprise. Right. Uh, you got uh, right. enough end users to manage that it probably makes no sense. The ratio is probably way off. And I, I talk about this all the time that the, the end user to IT director ratio is always way too high and completely unrealistic, but, um, you've got to make a sale. What was the hardest sale you ever had to make? What was the problem? What was maybe the solution and, and, and how did you make that sale? All right. So, um, well, let me give you a, just a little bit more to the story there. So we actually, we have 150 users That's 150 people I'm directly supporting. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, we actually have over 900 employees, so those those people are uh, the beyond the 150. The other what my math? How many? What's your support staff? So we are at a thousand. Um, what's your support staff? Yeah, there there's me and a part time uh, IT. <laughs> so <laughs> the, so the ratio is so one point five. One point five. Correct. Correct. So the ratio is way off. Um, but I, I do only su- mainly support those 150 people. The others are, are using a, a cloud-based service that comes with some support um, with it. So it's our clinical package. But um, the hardest sale, let's see. Um, you know, I, I really am very, very fortunate. I, I do have to sell these things to the company, but I work for a very um, unusual in the in the healthcare space for for people to be so forward thinking. So I work for some, the folks on, on the board are very forward thinking for, um, for technology. They like technology. So sometimes it's easier to sell these things. Um, one of the, one of the things that has made my job immensely easier is, um, our, our shift to SD-WAN services and, um, uh, firewall as a service, so okay. it was the, the service that we the service that we went with um, combines the two firewall as a service and SD WAN. So not only did we eliminate um, all the me having to manage all, all these disparate firewalls across 
10 different locations. Who'd you, end up, using? We, Who'd you end up using? The, uh, the, the provider is Cato Networks. Oh, I love Cato. So, I mean, use Cato all the time. But Okay. Yeah, Cato's fantastic. So uh, easily number one on, on my list of things I've done in my career that have been the best for the company that, that I work for. You know, I did, so, I, mean, um, that, I did a Cato rollout for one of my manufacturers, one of my global manufacturers, and we used Cato mm-hmm. specifically for a secure mobile phone access to the cloud, to the company, you know, to the company WAN, right? And then right. to get around the Chinese firewall. They were having issues with VPN, oh. with VPNs back to the United States when China would go sure. into like Congress, you know, like their Congress would come into session, they would shut down all the international, like, they basically like lock down the, the firewall, their country firewall. Right. And cater right. is our way around that. I probably shouldn't be, maybe. I, wow. Maybe we should keep that a secret. Um, but, you know, like Cato is like just the, the whole kind of like that, you know, leveraging their, multi, you know, 10 gig MPLS, whatever, you know, global network is, it's just a great model. And, and most people don't, I don't think many people know, really understand that model and understand that it exists and how it works. So um, this is going to so, sound I mean, like a plug for them. This is going to sound like a setup, but I, I do not remember us talking about Cato at all, but they are, they're awesome. I promise we have not mentioned Cato to one another. So I'm <laughs> I'm very very pleased that you actually know who Cato is because they're when I started with them in 2016. So I mean we were we were kind of cutting edge at the moment. Cato was kind of new out of the gate, newish out of the well, gate. They are thing, definitely on the edge. They're definitely on the edge as far as SD WAN goes. They're like on another level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But let's be let's be honest. That comes with price tag. So I mean it's. You know, it's a price it's a tag compared sale, to you know. if you had MPLS, if you've got some old copper Absolutely. five meg MPLS, it's yeah. not a price tag. It's a crazy savings, and then the the exactly speed increase is astronomical. You know, I mean, because you could have like, I mean, I can't remember what their hundred meg throughput is, but you know, a hundred meg throughput compared to a five meg copper MPLS circuit, you know, or let's be realistic on net VPN with the carrier is the, the price difference is night and day. But um, anyways, sorry, so go ahead. I get excited about Cato. Yeah. You're still on my thunder here. Stop it. Okay. Sorry. So anyways, uh, well, I don't, yeah, well, I, mean, that's, it, I think that's part of the story too, is like, you know, I want people to be encouraged to know, like, you know, they can come to me for these type of solutions because I know things sure. that, you know, that, you would take, might take you, how long did it take you to find them? I'm just curious. And how did you find them? Well, okay, so I, 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 I'm on the advisory board for a, a conference. Um, and I was, before, I, it was the first time I attended that, that particular conference. So it was before I was on the advisory board, but I went to that conference. And I hate, I hate, I loathe the, the showroom floor. Because it's like sharks, you know. I mean, they're just—they're <laughs> swimming in the water all around you. And um, every, all of my all my colleagues and um, and companion people that were there, um, uh-huh. the same as me and attendee, uh, kept talking about this company named Cato. So I I went into the sales room to the showroom floor and and just grabbed a, a business card and, and dropped mine and said, "Here, I want to talk to you guys." And that was who in, was it? Who do you end up talking with? I'm just curious. Um, it was Ate Levy and Sean uh, McCarthy. Sean McCarthy. I love Sean. So he was Sean the, has, yeah. you know, what's really cool is I was doing a demo for like a Ring Central thing one time and we had shipped out a demo phone 
and these guys had Cato. I didn't know they had Cato. And they were trying to pull up like a ring central phone, but the firewall was blocking like, you know, whatever the IP address or port, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I, I literally texted Sean or, or emailed Sean or something. He's like, hold on a second. He's like, all right, it's open. And like the phone turned right up. And I was like, that's, that was right. awesome. <laughs> yes. It truly is amazing. And I, I mean, he's, he's gone on to much bigger things with Cato. I'm pretty sure. So I don't get to talk to him on a regular basis, but I mean, if I, if I texted him right now, he would probably respond within minutes. They're growing so fast. It's they're growing. I'm hoping that that doesn't like handicap them because that always happens in some companies where I see them grow so fast, but um, they're growing fast for a reason. So, all right, cool. Um, This is awesome. We're plugging, we're plugging things that I do. Sure. The sales process for me was, I've got, I I talked to these people. Okay. I like what I'm hearing uh, a lot and I'm tired of all of this management of all of these firewalls. That was, that was the sales point for me rather than the SD-WAN. It was more about the firewall of service and getting these devices in there and the security stuff in there that I could manage from one one point of access rather than having to go to each individual location and, and deal with a firewall that needs firmware updates and blah, blah, I'm blah. I'm really so. glad that you're saying this because I usually think my, my assumption, and that's, I shouldn't ever assume, um, is that most IT directors don't want to outsource their firewall or wouldn't want someone touching that. And they get very kind of like, you know, this is my child type. Don't, you know, get away type of thing. Um, so I usually, when I sell Cato, I'm not touching the firewall. Or we're usually putting it outside but, the firewall. But now that you're saying this, gotcha. I'm going to push the fire. I'm going to push like, why are you so worried about holding your firewall? You know, get rid of it. You know, but anyways, talk about it. Talk no, about I'm, the firewall replacement. I'm still one. I'm still 100% in control of it. I mean, I still I, I go into their their cloud based portal and I I just make my security changes. But instead of having to make it 10 different times on 10 different devices, and maybe I mean since then I'm sure there's other services and other platforms that do the same thing. But for me, that was. That was that was brand new, and I, I'm not going to have to do firmware updates on uh, ten different firewalls. I'm not going to have to make this security change for a website you guys need access to or don't need access to on ten different firewalls. I'm sold. But I mean, so I, I get hmm. the quote back from them. Uh, it's kind of a large number that I, <laughs> you know was or was not expecting. Um, it's whatever. a monthly. So it's probably, a monthly number. It's not a. It's not a one-time right. like, firewall upgrade. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Correct. Correct. This is a, this is a good so, I mean, that was actually my that was my first my first foray also into a per user per per whatever service or current MRC monthly recurring charge. Uh-huh. Um, so that was really the first time that we kind of shifted some of that stuff to an operating expense rather than a capital expense. So uh-huh. I just had to gather information that I could offset the cost uh, of going with Cato and using that monthly service as opposed to keeping things status quo. So the, of course the cost, the cost savings came through the SD-WAN and getting rid of MPLS and, mm-hmm. and pulling all the VPN stuff together and giving everybody those, those remote connections. Oh, so you did end up saving then, Oh, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Because I mean, elimination of the MPLS um, stuff, which took me some time. I mean, um, my time is worth money as well. So I don't know if I ended up saving anything or not, but, uh, <laughs> but on the books, it looks, it looks like we're saving money in PLS versus just having 
internet app. Yeah, well, what, if, I mean, what about the guys that are managing all the hardware firewalls? What about the guys that don't have? What about the guys that don't have MPLS and are just doing site to site? True. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you got to make a sale. Well, let's talk about how it made your life better. Well, we won't talk about how it made your life better. Let's talk about how you made the sale. Oh, you made okay, the sale because so, there's savings um, here. So you're probably like did an ROI and you're like, hey, look, we're going to eliminate this, this, this. Yep. this. Anyways, you know, right. shoot, go ahead. Right, right, right. So yeah, I mean, I just take those those numbers and say, okay, first of all, they trust me implicitly, thankfully, uh, and they are technology forward. So I just take the numbers and say, I believe that we can do this and save me some management time, save me some trouble, save me all of this stuff. Our security posture can be increased. And I think that we could save save us money over over uh, a said, year or two. You um, said I think. Yeah, that I know. <laughs> Absolutely, I said I did not know at that point because we were still in some contracts with with yeah. uh, with a dreaded a dreaded vendor that I wasn't certain that I could get out of. You know, so let me ask you a question. I mean, I knew I could get out. Of, well, okay, why were they dreaded? Why were they dreaded? Because they're telecom. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, another answer to that no it's dreaded because the the one i'm talking about in particular and i don't know if i can drop names or not but they're too big um you don't, they don't know to. N- yeah nobody nobody knows who is talking to you can talk to one person over here they'll tell you one thing talk to another person over here they'll tell you something else and nobody is talking to one another internally in the company their service sucks um, it's just, so I mean, in summary, I can go on and on. So in summary, yeah. it's, if you need help, you're calling 1-800-GO-POUND-SAND or kick rocks. And, um, you're dealing with low tech or let me escalate that. Let me open up a ticket, but in the seat, hourly worker. Right. At a bureaucratic, massively truncated, uh, political organization and I say political like like telecom. So there's a reason why 33% of America, if you ask one, 33 out of a hundred people, if you ask them what industry has the worst customer service, that's all you have to ask. Mm. They will say, right. Telecom. Um, Absolutely. So anyways, that's why I have a job. So, because I, I, I take care of that horrible bad story that you just mentioned um, because I do know all those people on the back end through that bureaucratic craziness and how to make contracts disappear and how to do all that. But so anyways, so you sold, so there wasn't a really big sale there. So, I mean, you sold them on, you sold them on, Hey, this is going to make life easier. This is going to make my life easier. I'm going to be more productive and we're going to eliminate all this old crap and we're going to get away from a horrible um, bureaucratic nightmare. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it was it was a big sale because it was a shift in thinking, um, just from let's let's go from this, you know, taking a hardware kind of a hardware thing and and mm-hmm. turning it into a. I'm speaking of the firewalls, of course. I mean, it was it was a big a, a big deal to take something that was physical that we were replacing every what five five seven years or something mm-hmm. to something that we were going to start paying for monthly. So that was that was a big sale, but. I mean, in the end, it wasn't it wasn't a difficult sale because I, I was able to show the that there's a return on investment. And, well, it's and a it big sale because you sale. had to go present it. Do you remember presenting? Do you remember putting together a PowerPoint deck or anything like that? 
well, let's not let's not oversell the company I'm working for. I mean, I'm t- <laughs> it's not necessary for me to create a PowerPoint, but yes, in 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 terms, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like, over the, it wasn't yeah, an email. Absolutely. Was it? It wasn't an email with like right. four bullet points, right? That was like, here's what we're paying right. now. Here's what Correct. we're gonna pay, and uh, it's gonna take eight months. Can I have permission? It wasn't that, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Correct. Um, it was a discussion. It was a discussion. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I asked you last time, you're a one-man shop with a thousand end users. Most of them are operating in the cloud. You had 150. I asked you, how the heck do you do that? And I guess I, I just, I need to hear the answer one more time. Okay. Um, the answer is very easy. It's cloud. It's <laughs> <laughs> cloud products. I'm, I'm, um, I am a, a, I am a, I'm converted. I mean, <sighs> the more stuff that I can get to the cloud, the less management I have to do on site, the better off my life is. The the first LLC I had to start up was called All Cloud Network. No one knows that that's really my company name, but like under behind everything, behind Phil Howard Telecom, behind all of that, the the LLC's name is All Cloud Network. Um, nice. For a reason. Um, what is your as an IT director, a one man, a one and a half man shop, which? Someone, I'm, I'm. Hopefully, someone from your company will listen to this and have pity upon you, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or they'll say, "Good job, we hired the right guy." Um, the uh, I'm totally, what, I'm totally downloading this and sending it to all of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we're transcribing it, and we're <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, what's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest challenge? Period. Like as an IT director, if I asked you what's your biggest struggle, frustration, challenge on a daily basis, what is it? Um, well, there, there are multiples. Um, probably my biggest challenge is, um, just the overwhelming amount of stuff that comes my way. Um, so I mean, there, things are coming to me from so many different avenues. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, emails, texts. Facebook messages, LinkedIn messages, Snapchats, you know, whatever. And all of this Snapchat? stuff is coming from... You're getting Snapchat? Uh, honestly, As an IT there, director? There are, some, there are some people that <laughs> in, in my company that send me Snapchat requests and pictures <laughs> through Snapchat of technical issues they're having. <laughs> That's awesome. No lie. Oh my God. No lie. Sorry. And I'm like, we have a method here. Let's go through the appropriate method. Let's send the email to the support email address. Let's, let's handle this. But alas. So I'm getting, Will I'm you getting please, stuff from. Can you please take a screenshot of one of your Snapchat messages with these problems? Because <laughs> that is <laughs> priceless. Please. I the need next, that. The next time I get one, I will make sure I, I send it your way. And sure. after you do that, then I want you to take a video of you deleting all of those apps on your cell phone. And then you send out an email and be like, guys, look at what I just did. This is what I just did. You will no longer be able to <laughs> contact me. <laughs> if you want, I'm. you can slip messages under the door. 
or so I'm, I'm the I'm the father of 19 year old twins. Let's let's be realistic about how they're going to contact me <laughs> because I, oh. I, Christian told me Christian told me just the other day um, we were we were having a conversation and he said somebody texted me something and I said really somebody texted you and he said Snapchat Dad it's Snapchat somebody texted me on Snapchat I'm like so you call that a text now. It's a text. Okay. All right. So in okay. jujitsu class once, my one of this was year. This was like five years ago. But five, and that just goes to show you the time. In jujitsu class, one of our instructors once said, "This kid asked me the other day, why is the save button on my computer this weird square thing?" <laughs> awesome he's like why i don't get it. he's like why is that the save icon <laughs> wow yeah there are moments there are moments in my career like i think oh my god i'm old that's one of them thanks <laughs> i appreciate that Phil. Yeah. what is that and it's it's yeah. it is it's insane man because with all of our you know all my kids they don't know what they don't know what it was like to not have a cell phone. They don't know what it was like to oh, well, leave the house and just there was, hey, he'll come back whenever he does. There was something that um, one of my kids came to me one day. It hasn't been very long. I can't remember what it was though, but it was something like that, like the three and a half inch floppy. That they're like, Dad, what is this? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I quit. Uh, when, I, when we moved into our house, there was a box of them. I found a box of old floppies in this like closet up in the corner. Like the, the previous people that lived here left, and it was. I wish I could remember the video games because they're. It was, oh, it I know what it was. Back. It was. It was Microfish. Christian, their alarm. One of the two of them came to me and said, "This says it could be on Microfish. What is Microfish?" I'm like, I quit. This I'm is done. how we look up newspapers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> remember that that was like that was like a period of yeah. time that was like like you the librarian everyone in school from first grade to eighth grade got a presentation on this amazing new technology that's available in the library and how you can look up you know when the titanic <laughs> the titanic sank here and they hadn't even found the titanic yet but anyways now let's sing a song about right. it okay so, so my biggest challenge, over, overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that's coming at me, it's either from, from end users, from vendors, from account executives, um, you know, from the business leaders that are asking me how we're going to do this and what we're going to do here. So just the amount of stuff that comes at me, sometimes to an overwhelming point uh, that I'm like, I just have to step back from it and, and you know, I, I really am, as I stated before, I'm, I'm an introvert at heart. So sometimes answering people right on the fly is one of my weaknesses. You know, I'm, they, they can they can send things to me uh, or in a meeting, they'll be talking about something and I can't come up with great answers for them. But give me a minute. Give me huh. 10 minutes in that server room back there just to mull this over and I'll come up with something for you. So huh. just getting that amount of stuff coming at you daily um, on a regular basis it, it's frustrating we need like, like the you, you need a translator you need like one of those people that stands right. by you and says like yeah. hold on be quiet for a second uh, I'm freezing up um, I'm frozen exactly. the screen is so we talked last time about and this is a common theme super end users uh, end user cheerleaders who's your counterpart like who do you 
who do you use within the organization as your super user? And do you kind of leverage your, do you have a poster child? I do have actually a couple of poster child children. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go to those people. Um, I mean, you have to, uh, in a position such as mine where we one in three fourths people full time equivalents here, um, supporting 150 people. I have to rely on, uh, on people that, first of all, I'm, I'm, not in their 10 offices. I can't physically be in all of them. So mm-hmm. I try to make sure that I have somebody that's either in that region or in, in a particular office that is my IT go-to person. Mm-hmm. And I will, I try, I try to empower those people. Um, they're easy to spot, you know, because mm-hmm. they're the, they're the ones that are sending me Snapchat laughing at other users that are making mistakes. This guy's plugging, trying to plug his, trying to plug his computer into the, you know. <laughs> exactly, and you know, you're, you're, you're you can. This guy doesn't know what Cat Six is. This guy. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I can, somebody can be hired at my, we have in in this field, we have kind of a unfortunate uh, high turnover rate. And, uh-huh. you know, we, we, I see people come and go. And when, when people come, I, it's like 10 minutes into it, I can spot, okay, well, they obviously can't read those directions or they have some sort of IT block in their brain. So you can spot the people instantly that aren't going to be the, the IT heroes, so it mm-hmm. works the same way, though. You can spot in people who just take, take. Yeah, yeah. But. I mean, you you can spot them that you can they can just take what I'm sending them, and I'm giving. I mean, I'm hitting them with the Office 365 account, and I'm hitting them now with yeah. with uh, with this uh, unified unified calling stuff, and I, I hit them with just here are the instructions. If they can get through it instantly and not have any kind of feedback for me, and it's always step by step by step, then those people typically I'll watch and I'll say, okay, okay, they've been here for you know a year now, and she's really doing a really bang up job with with all the stuff that she's been she's been assigned. So I can I can IT champion that person, you know, I can I can have them be a, a ringleader for me. So um, yeah, with with the number of users that I have, it's almost it's it's something that I have to do. This has been one of the most enjoyable conversations I've ever had and one of the most disappointing at the same time. Disappointing because <laughs> you did everything right without talking to me. And uh, that's the most disappointing piece about this. And uh, so enjoyable because your philosophy and way of kind of like doing things and being able to do more with less is something that's very, um, it's just, it's just going to really help uh, any mid-market IT guys that kind of understand this and want to copy that model. And, and I'm just going to plug myself because anyone that wants to copy that model, I will be happy to help them do that and introduce them to you and have them be able to talk with you and you can kind of coach them through that as well at the same time or if you're okay with that. I mean, because I know you're getting into um, Snapchat things already. You know, <laughs> what's your Snapchat handle <laughs> or whatever? We is that, I'm probably like dating myself now. So it's not called a handle, Dad. It's like what's that? No, but I get it. I, I know what the, <laughs> uh, I, I all of my social media is less L W C L E S L W C. So there you go. L E S L W C done. Yep. Yeah. You know, I don't, dude, so, I don't have Snapchat. I had to like, I really, I don't even know. I'm so, you had to draw a line. 
<laughs> I deleted Twitter the other day. I had to delete tw- Twitter. It's actually depressing. When they say you get depressed from too much social media, I just get on Twitter. That's how I get my news now because it's like live. You know what I mean? There's, I don't ever watch right. the news. I have to get Twitter and like, you know, be influenced that way somehow. Uh, so I just deleted it. It was it's just depressing. They say like, you know, just delete the news and like if something really bad happens or something you need to hear about, you'll figure it out somehow. Someone will tell you. So I do, I do keep the stuff for, for the sake of, of communicating with my, my 19 year old twin. So um, I, I keep it, but it's, it's, it, it is terribly depressing. So, I mean, I, I've just, I've pretty much siloed myself to Instagram. I'm looking at pretty pictures now. So, I mean, uh, right. I don't, for my I don't twins, and and I, I don't have nineteen yeah. year olds yet. I have the oldest is a fifteen year old. She I just lock her in the house and don't let her leave. And then um, perfect. And then every, exactly it is. It's perfect. And then everyone else on the outside world tells me I'm oppressing them. And I'm you know. Anyways, anyone that wants to get in on this, my secret life story, you can join my newsletter. <laughs> um, okay, sir. One it, of one yeah. of the things I wanted to go back to real quick is yeah. um, I don't care. We can talk all day. I did. I did it all on my own, but that's because I hadn't met you yet. And, and honestly, I didn't do it all on my own. I have, I have, I have partners that I have worked with and right. some of them are very similar to what you do. We just met uh, a little bit too late for me to utilize your services. Otherwise, dude, I would, I would totally be oh, there. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. It happens. You know what I mean? Not everyone in the world can, can be connected with me. Um, as much as I would say that they have to be, um, Man, this has been uh, so great, so great. Um, please, uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna have you. Please, just you know, Snapchat me the next time that <laughs> you have uh, that you have some kind of struggle or sale that you need to make. I guess, I guess, in summary, this is about you know selling executive management and being able to present and break down the numbers and step out of the closet and, and break it down. I think sometimes maybe I think it's easy because. I have kind of the business acumen skills or I understand the numbers and I kind of understand how things affect the budget. If people don't, um, if don't understand that, you know, please message me or, or message you and kind of just say, Hey, this is, this is the problem I've got. Um, how do I sell this? Right. Um, so right. maybe that's like a new service we need to do, like an IT sales training. And it's really just about you know, problem solving. Cause that's what it is at the end of the day. It's, I've got a problem. How do I sell it to upper management and, uh, sure. you know, pay for this solution, I guess. So, sure. sir, have a wonderful afternoon. Um, again, uh, been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it was my pleasure, Phil. I really have enjoyed having the conversation with you. <laughs>